Welcome to Third Shot Podcast, where we share our passion for the game and bring the pickleball community together. You can find us on our website at thirdshotpodcast.com or on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Third Shot Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. So go ahead and check us out if you haven't already. I'm here with Uncle Greg and Russ. How you doing, Bridgie? Hey, to Russ. You're getting that shot ready quick there, Bridgie. I know. It's been Are a long ready? day. No. I'm really- All right. <laughs> Enjoy. Cheers. You said it's a long day. What have you been doing? Well, this whole week has been been in preparation for the fall semester to start. So mm. although I love our podcast so much and spending so much time recording with you guys, my day job pays the bills and that's where <laughs> all of my energy has been going this week. We all have day jobs. I, you know, nobody's ever asked us, but all three of us have day jobs that are more than full-time, I think. Yes, <laughs> beyond full-time. <laughs> Russ, how has your day job been going? uh beeswax man it's great yeah <laughs> it's fun i got the bee, little bee behind me i don't know if you guys see that but i can't a little, see little bee bee hiding back here is that is that the official uh uh it's not i actually i was i was in vegas actually and i found the little little bee guy um at some store that I was out there, and I'm like, oh, I should get this and throw it in the background at the at the office. It'd be kind of cool as I'm, you know, doing meetings and, and whatnot. And so I got that. I put it back there, right? But the problem was on the flight, so they had like wrapped it up so it didn't get all messed up. Yeah, no, security didn't like that. <laughs> like, what is this? A cookie? Of course. Oh, no. <laughs> what is this? Like hitting it against the thing. I'm like, it might scratch, it might yeah, break. I like it's a go easy guys go easy <laughs> so silly uh bringing home a bee from las vegas but well you're gonna fit right in when we have gregory storm back on rain you know from rain and win pickleball that's true he donates yes. to the bee community he has the bee theme going through all yeah. of his battles and yeah so i know we'll slacks see if- and rain and wind yeah yeah it's i've got to get one of their paddles because then everybody at work will be like oh you're the you're you're, you're all in on this both pickleball you are and bee guy <laughs> How about well, you, Greg? How's the day? The day, the day job has day. been um, hectic. You know? Hectic? Yeah. I always kind of keep you updated on what's going on in the day job. And yeah, I'd spend a lot. But <laughs> that time of the year, it sounds like. It is. But that's why I look forward to doing this podcast with the two of you, yeah. because it really just cheers me up. You know, it's not that the other thing has me sad or anything but it just refreshes me when i get to look at the right. two of you and we get to talk pickleball and we have some fantastic guests on and today yeah. you know i'm not introducing the guest yet but he's a lot of fun just to tease a little bit of what's coming up this guy's a yeah. lot of fun so yeah <laughs> yes. it, it, it's sort of um in the information that you sent me and i i, I you know there's a video included in today's uh podcast Ooh. but um okay. the information you sent me takes me back to like my radio days like really, really fun stuff of radio days. So I, I think, uh, I think this one's gonna, yeah, definitely gonna be a fun one today. To, to yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, hey, I, I just have to listen in and laugh. So th- you know, nobody on this podcast knows about your radio days. Tell us a little bit about what oh, yeah, you do on radio. <laughs> uh, a little bit of you've had a, a declarated uh, experience in radio. 
I, I did all kinds of stuff in radio. It was, it was totally fun. Uh, for for the, the kids that are listening, the radio is this thing that you have in your car. It's got a dial, different channels. Music just appears out of nowhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did production. I did uh, marketing. I, I was a little bit of on-air stuff. Uh, did like the public affairs weekend show thing. Did, did all kinds of stuff. And then I even, I, I realized like, I, I was like, okay, well, why is it that half the people here like can afford lunch and half of them can't <laughs> what's going on here and realize that this, the radio sales thing was might, might be a way to go. So I even did radio sales. So I, I did a little bit of everything. I sold air. It was wow. fun. Yeah. And I'm giving you I know you don't like to brag, but I'm giving you permission. Name drop a little bit. Who, oh. did, you, who did you work with? Uh, I, I worked with a few, well, Bay Area names. Um, I mean, you know, Sarah and Vinny at, at, at Alice. That was, that's nice. And then Don Blue and uh, this guy that, I don't know, some people know, uh, Ryan Seacrest uh, was his producer for a little bit. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. That was a fun year, actually, uh, when he was, he was only in the Bay Area for about a year. And uh, this, uh, he, he left, uh, he got a phone call uh for this talent show in la that's all i knew about it I'm like oh that sounds fun and you know the rest look what that talent show that turned history. into wow <laughs> yeah yeah i was also i was in the studio when merv griffin called him because he actually hosted a a game show for merv uh years ago and um I wasn't even on the phone with Merv Griffin and I was so excited that that call was happening right in the studio. So <laughs> there's all kinds That's of so cool. kind of cool stuff that happened. Um, uh, it, radio sounds cool and all. Right. But I, I do have to tell this story just now that I'm on a roll. Um, you said permission to brag. Um, yeah, I got to meet. So I loved the Brady bunch. In fact, my, my first cat was named Cindy. Because <laughs> you know, Cindy Brady, right. Love the Brady cute. bunch. That was my show. And one was of my first crushes. Cat? Uh, no, no, actually black, <laughs> black with like the little white thing here. I don't oh, know why little tuxedo, like a little cat. tuxedo cat, but, yeah. um, but, uh, no, uh, it was named Cindy. Um, but I had a crush on Marsha. So one day I'm doing production. I'm inside of a studio and somebody comes into the studio and I'm, I was listening to the show, uh, that was going on just kind of in the background. And I hear that Marsha's on, uh, Maureen McCormick is, is, is being interviewed on the uh, radio. And I'm thinking it's done over the phone because most guests are over the phone. Well, no, she's right there. So somebody tells me in the studio, Hey, if you want to meet Maureen McCormick, you should go to the, go to the conference room or go, you know, go to the break room. I'm like she's not really here. They're just messing with me. I open the studio door that I'm in and she's literally walking right by me. And I say to Marsha Brady, the <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what came out of my mouth. I couldn't. I couldn't come. Up with it. I was so like starstruck and just like what was that? The, was that the first time you ever so Star Trek you couldn't get the words out? That was the only time. Only I mean, time. You know, like I've. There's been plenty of celebrities that I've met that I'm totally fine with. You know, like I mean Celine Dion, megastar, right? Like I had a, wow. just a conversation with her. You know, like as you know, like I do with you. Like it was nothing. Just because you know you, you like become a like used to it. But when you see somebody in right in front of you that you like, you know, had a crush on, like, you know, when you were little and then I guess it would be the same if, I don't know, maybe Alyssa Milano or Jessica Alba or something. Somebody that I had a crush on way back when <laughs> there was that. And then just knowing that she was always there, like that was a that was an odd thing for me. So I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, that, that's pretty cool to actually meet your adolescent uh, crush, right? In person, right. walking right by you. Richie, yeah. who was your adolescent crush? Uh, so back when the Hansons were a boy <laughs> band group, they were like right before nice. I think Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Uh -huh, and I uh -huh. had the biggest crush on the young one. I think his name was Zach. I okay. had posters up in my room, you know, the bop stuff. Oh, Zach, so dreamy. <laughs> so it's, it's the boy bands. <laughs> my is, my wife, guess, it was yeah. all about uh, new kids on the block. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> most most of the people I knew uh, back then, it was most of the girls I knew growing up was new kids on the block. Greg, what was yeah. the what was, what was the boy band? And, and also what was the, my crush? Boy. What was the boy band that was, was big back then? <laughs> Which boy well, band was it? Boy band boy was band. New Edition, but I new didn't have edition. a crush on oh, Bobby yeah. Brown, even though right. it's my prerogative, right. but I did not have a crush on <laughs> Bobby Brown. So who was, who was uh, the first crush for you? The first crush, I, oh, man, I want to say Olivia Newton-John from oh. Greece. Oh, from Greece. I want to say yeah. she was, you know, and if I actually got to walk by her early on, you know, I would have been, you know, tongue tied just like you. I'm like, oh, yeah. Sandy. <laughs> Good Sandy. Oh. Bad Sandy. I don't care. You start thinking you're the one that I want. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but I never named any pet Sandy or Olivia. Yeah, well. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a second. Now, uh -huh. now it's kind of bringing. I also had a crush on Christy Brinkley. And I uh, did name a dog Christy because she was blonde. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, there you go. Who's Christy so, Brinkley? Was she a, an actress? She was a model. Yeah. Oh. She was like one of the first supermodels. She was married to Billy Joel. And you know the song Uptown Girl? Mm -hmm. yep. That song's about her. And uh, she was in the video. And she was in the video. Yeah. I, I Actually, I think it's about her. I know she was in the video. I'm pretty sure it was about her. But, it, uh, it was. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was. It's yeah. documented. It was, it nice. was about her. So. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Christy awesome. Brinkley, but I think the first was Olivia Newton-John. Nice, yeah, nice. Well, we've like we're now we're now we're segueing over to music, and yeah. we definitely have a guest that's uh, going to talk to us about music today. Tell us, Greg. Well, I mentioned earlier that our next guest is so much fun. Uh, he does so much content online about pickleball, including music. So when we come back. Uh, we are going to have the head pro at Sherwood Country Club, Miguel, join us. So come back and be ready to be entertained. Miguel is right around the corner. Welcome back to Third Shot. Please check us out on YouTube, especially on this episode. You're really going to want to catch us. The visuals are going on on this show. But if you're just, uh, you know, following us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Third Shot Podcast, on Twitter, at Third Shot Pod. So we really appreciate all your support out there. Bridgie and I, <laughs> we mentioned earlier, we were really excited for our next guest because this guy has some of the best content online about pickleball, Miguel Enciso. He is the pickleball director at Westlake Athletic Club and the head pro at Sherwood Country Club. Miguel, welcome to the show. Thank welcome. you so much, guys. Yeah, Sherwood Country Club, by the way, future home of that MLP event in November. Oh, oh we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Excited. Yeah, yeah, very excited about that. Uh, and, and Westlake Athletic Club, 
is exploding with members and and uh you know it's just such it, i get to play at two of the greatest places here in southern california so exciting That's and, and the ml and the mlp event will be an absolute blast a party a pickleball party you know the mlp uh the energy of the mlp event uh it's it's so exciting the rally scoring and everything so i think it'll just be a big party uh slightly different from what we're used to on the courts with ppa and the scoring and everything but it's a very exciting format so we're excited well, well let's toast to the party that's gonna happen yeah, yeah pickleball party, pickleball party. <laughs> ain't no i always say ain't no party like a pickleball party baby. Hey, no. cheers. <laughs> so miguel now the party has begun yes Brigitte, talk yes to me, baby talk to me so usually to kick us off, we always ask our guests how they get started with pickleball. But in our intro segment, we had this really fun conversation around everyone's first crushes. So we thought we'd ask you, who was your first crush? Oh, man. Now, like when I was young, I don't know. I mean, I'm an old guy, but back in the day, like when I had a poster in my room, does anybody remember the Raquel Welch uh, in the bikini, in the sort of <laughs> fur bikini from her movie of 1 million BC. Yes. I mean, when I think as a kid, I loved Raquel Welch. She was beautiful. She was, you know, uh, she was just a sex, a sex symbol back in the day. And I, <laughs> I think I was mesmerized by that. And I remember <laughs> I, when you guys were talking, I was like, gosh, who is my first, my first crush? And so I'm thinking about when I was young, you know, I think one of my older brothers, one of my older brothers, who, by the way, introduced me to pickleball, was the one that had that Raquel Welch uh, poster up. But So uh, were you sneaking into your say, brother's room just to look at the Raquel Welch poster? Well, we all, listen, I came from a big family. So the three boys in my family, my, my, my two brothers and myself, we all stayed in one room and I had eight sisters. Oh, wow. So I'm, having, I'm three, having a vision. I'm having a vision. What? Raquel? Oh. <laughs> now that's Here's good, guys. Is. You guys are good. I like that. Now the legend oh. has it. Well, they were filming this movie in the first scenes that they were filming when she's wearing the outfit, very revealing outfit. It's a certain length. And as the movie goes on, the uh, the costume gets smaller and smaller and smaller because they want to show more and more of Raquel Welch. And that's the, that is the story of that movie. That's how they got so well, many people to watch it. How funny. <laughs> well, remember too, in one of my favorite movies, Shawshank Redemption, uh, there was that poster and I, I want, you know, and I say it's one of my favorite movies, but I remember it, I think it was Raquel Welch that the warden threw the rock through and discovered, Oh that the, the tunnel the tunnel the tunnel that uh that the prisoner uh that uh andy oops excuse me that andy crawl through and everything yeah i you know that is so, a great little piece movie of i did not remember yeah. that part of it yeah yeah so yeah. you mentioned your brother introduced you to pickleball tell us this story well when i mean 40 years ago i mean our sport has been around since the mid 60s and when i was 20 in my mid-20s not even maybe 21 22 so over 40 years ago we're a big basketball family and my brother was a heck of an athlete god rest his soul 
But my brother came home, Alfie, he came home all excited. I've just been playing this game called pickleball on the rooftop of the Glendale YMCA in Glendale, California. Oh. And we all kind of looked at him and said, yeah, yeah, whatever. And no lie, the next day he was out with a sledgehammer taking down our basketball hoop that we had in our modest backyard. And he talked my dad into two by fours and concrete. And we extended our little concrete pad for shooting hoops into a pickleball court. I think we had an old volleyball net. And we literally, on one side was a slope that went down to our pool equipment. Again, I, I want to let you know, we had a, it was a modest home. We were, we were in a densely populated area. How my dad got a pool in there, I don't know. But on the other side, our fanny imprints were in the chain link fence because we were right up against the fence <laughs> waiting for a deep serve. And we had some of the most ferocious games back there, back then. <laughs> Everyone was coming to the house. And then we would go, you know, we'd play all summer long. I, I worked for a television show back then, and we always had summer hiatuses. So I never, I had a lot of time off, and we would play pickleball and then jump into our pool and play some wicked games of what we call PBA, which was Pool Basketball Association. <laughs> and I'm surprised. I'm surprised no one no one got hurt or drowned or died playing any of those <laughs> sports. But then years passed, years passed, and um, I moved out to, you know, I got married. I lived in New York City for a little while and worked on the 84 Olympic Games and came out, came out, got married, had some kids, and was fortunate enough to have a big ba uh, backyard with a big basketball court, and I put in holes for pickleball posts because I still wanted to, my kids to enjoy the game and they never took to it. Things went on and uh, we moved out of that house and my son came home during college and said, dad, I'm bored. Do you still have that pickleball equipment? I said, sure thing. We, we went to our local elementary school. We spray painted chalk lines on the parking lot. We played there and he went back off to school. And then one day I was walking my two dogs uh, at a local community park uh, right up the road. And I was like, what are all those people doing on one side of a tennis court? And I went in there, there were five people playing pickleball and they were like, hey, this is pickleball. I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> and um, I jumped in, they begged, I mean, think about the atmosphere of pickleball now courts are exploding people you know there's just a million people playing five years ago i was on four pickleball courts and they had four people and they were begging me to play because they couldn't get enough people to come on a saturday and i said i'm so there and i start you know i have a personality if you haven't guessed already i love people i love our sport i had tons of equipment and anyone who poke their head through the gate. I'd say, come on in, here's a pickleball paddle. This is the pickleball, blah, blah, blah. And we grew that community, my, my wonderful first family of pickleball, the Deer Hill Park, the Oak Park, California community from six and eight original gangsters to over 200 people on that mailing list. Wow. And uh, I was the ambassador there for a long time. And one of my students said to me, I was, I was working for the community parks, teaching the great sport of pickleball. And one of my students said, hey, my husband is 
down at Westlake Athletic Club, and they're thinking of putting in dedicated pickleball courts at, at Oak Park and at Deer Hill. We had uh, multi-use, you know, courts mm-hmm. with lines right. for tennis and for pickleball. Well, I beelined it down to Westlake Athletic Club, met the wonderful general manager there, John Sutcliffe, who took me out way out to the courts. Um, the orientation of the tennis courts are, was north-south. There was one court that had an east-west orientation. Tennis players hated it, and it was right next to the lake. And I said, oh, how great. did you talk the tennis players out of this court? And he said they hated it because they're looking up in the um, sun. Right. And and so to our benefit, had, um, four courts there, we've expanded to eight. Um, my friends over at Sherwood Country Club, uh, the tennis uh, now racket uh, director there, uh, reached out to the tennis pro at our, at Westlake and said, who's running your pickleball program? And then she invited me over to do some clinics. And it, it has just been a wonderful, uh, I mean, I, I count my blessings every day, uh, how lucky I am to be the director at one and, you know, the head pro at the other and Two, two magnificent places and two just, come on, I'm living yeah. the life. <laughs> you sure are. I'm and living pickleball, the life. You are. Oh, and pickleball has been that. a part of your life for <laughs> such a long time, it sounds like. And it's fantastic that now you get to be so immersed in it as well as the culture of it. When did you start um, at Westlake Athletic Club and what's your experience been so far? been there for six years they've had they i literally when i walked out there with the general manager um the the nets weren't even on yet they were had been painted but it was the program was just starting so six years ago i became the pickleball director there um and our membership you know i think we had 40 or 50 memberships so that could be husband and wife or or a family so you think maybe 60 to 70 people and now we're over 200 and and kind of putting the brakes on membership because we just too many don't have them at, at, at yeah. you know you we can't don't have a lot all. of places yeah. yeah yeah the tennis community at Westlake is booming the the pickleball membership and we get the tennis members you know have access to the pickleball courts and and making reservations and coming out to see us for our open plays um and so we we are we are hosting you know probably three four hundred people each week wow um, that's a yeah lot we, have, we have we have a wednesday night open play and a friday night open play where we get two sessions we get we get to limit how many people are there so they get more games in but uh and then we just had our recent uh you know we try to do events and fun things uh and we had our two two tuesday event i i did some postings on that um once a year maybe twice sometimes but this year 2023 only one tuesday fell on the 22nd so it was a two two yeah i don't know if everybody got a chance to actually see your post but your legs look fantastic in your tutu (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're doing videos in your tutu. So, Russ, in a tutu. Your videos and everything. Oh, 
it was you've looked so good in your pink tutu doing your doing your um your spins what's the proper term for a spin and dance i should know this my daughter's dad isn't it a pirouette a pirouette you were doing some pirouettes (laughs) at the net with your pink tutu oh my gosh good stuff and you'd be surprised uncle greg this is just a little indicator of the type of content you put out right tell everybody what kind of what kind of what kind of time and effort do you put into the content that you put out there on social media? Because it's not just on Instagram; it's in YouTube as well, too. So we get to see videos of you. There's tons of videos out there. I was lucky, you know my my wife's a teacher, and during the COVID days, um, I would we couldn't go anywhere, and I wanted to keep my group over at that deer hill area entertained um and so while my wife was teaching digitally i was like you know i was like i gotta do something i'm needless to say i have a lot of energy and uh so i had to do something so i started doing uh videos and i started this whole thing of pickleball anonymous that i i i'm on the phone with my an operator who's saying you know miguel everybody's going through it you know blah 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 and then i would get discovered oh hey everybody sorry i was on the phone with pickleball anonymous and i started i mean i feel like some of not some a lot of my videos have some educational value in terms of our sport um i lost i lost the light there (laughs) but that's okay um and so I thought that they had some educational value, um, but I also have a certain sense of humor where I try to just, you, you, you want to give the students something to visualize, something that they can put, you know, uh, visualize as an instructor. And so I try to do that in my videos and I've been, um, uh, so I have a lot of content out there and I put all these videos uh, on my YouTube channel and they weren't getting a lot of traction. And somebody said, Miguel, you need to go on Instagram. And they helped me out. I'm an old guy, Briggy. I, so I, I, I like, I do Facebook and they're like, yeah, nobody does Facebook anymore. Um, <laughs> so I did my Instagram and one day I posted a, um, a video. Uh, I do this three ball, you know, I was like, how do I get people to stay active while you're sitting at home or you're in your garage and, um, I, I just did some instructional videos about yeah, how you, to do it. Just to give everybody a visual, you hang three balls off your garage door with string and you, and you're dinking, you know, in yeah. a sense, you're hitting them and swinging all three at the same time in unison and keeping the rhythm going. And it's, it's a really cool video. I, I love it. Well, and then I started, you know, of course, when you're in your garage, sometimes, you know, then, then, then we got to the point where it's raining and you, you can't go out and play here in Southern California for the most part. There's not a lot of indoor places. Um, but I then would sing songs, you know, rainy days and Mondays always, get, you know, and I would do montages. And then the sun came out and it was like, here comes the sun, doo 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 doo. And, and when it's too windy here, you can't play. So there's, there's a lot of windy songs, you know, dust in the wind, you know, uh, who's walking down the streets of the city. Everyone knows it. So 
I just started doing all of these things. And I was doing three balls. And one day I said, well, could I do four balls? And I ended up doing four balls. And I so I have uh, on my YouTube channel, I have a thing called four, four pickle balls, one paddle. And I, I said, gosh, nobody really saw that on YouTube. So I posted it on on my uh, Instagram. And all, it just kind of like was one of those things like people were like, oh, that's cool. And, you know, and so I it kind of becomes a thing. And I try to do it once a week. And and, uh, you know, after a while, in my opinion, you know, it's tough to come up with uh, pointers because the sport, although the sport has changed uh, in some respects, I think, dramatically from six years ago. I mean, the, the difference in how you play and you know, how fast everything is and how great the paddles are uh, and responsive the paddles are than, you know, gosh, six months ago, let alone five years ago. Um, so I, I, you know, as much as the sports change, you know, teaching it after a while, you go, gosh, what, what, what new things could I bring to you guys? And so uh, I'm always looking for that, but I think this four ball or three ball, sometimes three balls to be, I don't want to brag, but three balls are, are real. There. <laughs> oh, look, oh, sometimes, oh my gosh. Sometimes it goes south on me. But, uh, <laughs> for uh, all of uh, our YouTube li- uh, watchers right now, we got uh, Miguel actually doing the four ball video. And look at you! Look at you go! That takes that looks tough. Yeah, that's one day I'm gonna get some of the pros to try and say, "Hey, you think life? You know, you you know, you think I can't I can't stay up with you guys? But try this four ball thing." And like I said, sometimes it goes south on me, and sometimes that makes it almost more entertaining. But um, believe it or not, Uncle Greg, I I kind of once I set it up and set the camera up, there's not. I mean, I just go at it and, you know, maybe it's one or two takes, but sometimes it's just one take and I kind of look around and go, that was pretty good. (laughs) For good cut. Yeah, he's a pro. (laughs) We got it. We got it. Well, there's so much more, Miguel, that we want to get to. Uh, There's so much more to what you're doing in the pickleball community and how you're entertaining people and teaching people. So we got to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to have more with Miguel and Cito. And uh, again, be ready for more entertainment. We got a little music coming your way. Oh, I like it. Welcome back to Third Shot Podcast. You're totally fine. We've got a very special guest today. We have Miguel and CISO. He is a pickleball director, a head pro, an ambassador, a songwriter. He does it all in the pickleball world. Welcome back, Miguel. You you were mentioning, you know, we were coming back, the lights went out. Lucky thing, it's not last call. And we can still take shots, so... (laughs) There we go. I'm ready. Cheers. Oh boy, this is going to be an exciting second part. Well, I know, right? That's why we do it. There's no, like there's no it. lack of entertainment. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Oh yeah. I was thrilled. You've got so many fun videos online right now, and the content that you make. It's not just there to teach people pickleball, but I really do think that it, it helps people fall in love with the game and see the fun side of the sport. So you do have a very popular song that's out in the internet world. 
Can you share with us what that song is called and how you came about it? Thank you for all of those kind words. I, I love this sport and I, I love spreading the joy and passion of pickleball. It, I, I really do think it helps so many people um, get social. I think it's an important part of our lives. Um, but back in the day, um, I, I fancied myself a country Western writer, not a singer by any stretch. Um, and about five years ago, there was a, a, a pickleball song that was uh, made, made a little headway. Some, some older gentleman with his grandkids wrote a song and I, I listened to it and I said, you know, I, I had been writing some country Western songs that are on my YouTube channel. Uh, one was an award winner, by the way. Uh, wow. But we won't get into that just yet. But anyway, I, I had some friends in Nashville who uh, I, I, don't, I wrote the words and I go, here, put music to them. Here's the melody I hear in my head. And um, I wrote the pickleball life. Um, the rhythm of that plastic ball can be so darn bewitching. No, no stress, no strife, just paradise and don't volley in the kitchen. Um, and so I told my friend, I said, hey, going to break all the songwriting rules. I said, I've got two different choruses. I said, I've got three verses and, you know, all the rules that they say, oh, you can't do that. That'll never be a hit song or whatever. Not that I was looking for this to be a hit song. I, I was lucky that my guy in Nashville made it work. Uh, it was, it was, uh, he had, he had a, a session singer of he, who has some notoriety. He was on the voice. Oh. Uh, he, he was on Adam Levine's team back in the day okay. and he sang the song that you hear on uh, that I lip sync on my YouTube channel. I think you're going to listen to it yeah, right now. Well, let's share every, with everybody. Uh, let's pickleball live. Let's go partner. Paddle up. <laughs> The rhythm of that plastic ball can be so darn bewitching. No stress, no strife, just paradise. Don't fall in the kitchen. You can play on Sunday morning or Thursday night at six. The players gather anytime to get their pickle fix. I love my kids, I love my dogs, and I sure do love my wife. I love the sound of the ball to battle. I love the pickleball life. That's my song. All right. You know, when I sent it to my friend in Nashville, one of my favorite stories about this silly song is I called him. I knew that they were recording the vocals with this uh, uh, gentleman who has a great voice. And he actually is the voice of some of my other songs on, on my YouTube channel. Um, and I called and I said, hey, Gary, great, by the way, great producer in Nashville named Gary Carter. Uh, just, just the sweetest, most giving, loving man. Just, I said, hey, dude, I, I, I know nothing about music. You just, you know, help guide me. And he, he just was so kind. And um, anyway, I called him and said, Gary, how did it go? He goes, well, I'm sitting here uh, with uh, the singer. And he says, uh, and I could kind of tell they were a little toasty. They were a little, they had a little bit. Right? <laughs> kind of like us right now? Yeah, yeah right. Bit, right? <laughs> and, I, you know, you send them a lyric sheet. And I sent them a lyric sheet. And I, I wrote, you know, uh, 
uh, and the, 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 the day's over in a blink and it has you reminiscing, I sure could use a stiff dink, right? <laughs> I wanted to make sure they said it, you know, it's very specific, a stiff dink, not, you know, and, uh, and he said, oh, it went well, the session went well. And he goes, we just have one question for you. And I said, yeah, what? He goes, what the hell's a stiff dink? And I said, oh, that's a shot we use. And so they were, they enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know if Gary and the singer ever got to play pickleball, but Nashville is a hotbed for pickleball. So it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. Yeah. So, you know, while you're doing your dancing and your air guitar, you, you had multiple, you know, paddles going. And I recognize these paddles. These are the kind of the latest things out there from Komodo Pickleball. And, uh, you know, I play the katana. Bridgie plays the katana as well. We love the paddle, but we haven't tried the ones you're holding up. Tell us a little bit about those Furies. Well, yeah, the fu I mean, listen, I, I really, I, the, uh, David's got three, you know, Dave Milo, who is the president of Komodo Pickleball, um, back in the, you know, not too long ago, I reached out to David as, as, as the uh, instructor at the, and the director over at the Westlake Athletic Club. My, my introduction to Komodo was I saw an ad about the balls. balls. Yeah. And uh, so I said, hey, uh, you know, I'd be interested in getting our club to buy some balls. Can you send them to me? And lo and behold, I mean, I, I called komodo and dave picked up which i loved and i was like wow and anyway he he sent uh some balls out to us um and ended up liking some of the things i was doing on 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 instagram and and social media and asked me to become a, a rep for komodo and i i loved it i loved uh, uh, jessica and david are terrific people and i love that small company, I'm a big believer in small business, and I hope David grows into a huge business. Yeah, but great but, family um, atmosphere with that company, and they really treat everybody that way. So it doesn't and, surprise and, me that he answered the phone. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, and it's so funny. I mean, I, 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 I used to be a representative of a different paddle for a while, and just calling, you know, I see on my phone Dave Milo, and he picks up, or when I call Dave Milo on my phone and he picks up, I mean, I, I just was like, wow. And I used to represent a different company. And I was like, uh, Dave, Dave called and said, hey, I'd be really interested in having you rep our paddles. And I said, send them to me. I, I, I love, I'm a big supporter of local business and small businesses. And I hope Komodo becomes a big business. But, you know, I said to Dave, no lie. I said, Dave, you need to make a shirt with your Evolve 8 logo. And guess what Dave did? He did. He, he made a shirt out of this logo. And I, you know, and I just sat there and go, gosh, here's somebody that listens, you know, like respects me and listens to me. And I, and, and I love this. I love the company. And so I know there came, you know, of course, I've got my katana as well. I love my katana. Oh, yeah, we do too. Uh, play, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it curls the ball pretty well. Um, but David's got so that you know the uh, the katana is 16 millimeter, the the uh, fury is a 16 millimeter with the long handle, and I've been playing with this a lot as well. But my uh, members at the club are using the 13 millimeter with the uh, sh uh, this is the short handle one, the blue one, and the long handle one is the gray, just the gray. 
And I mean, if you want power, you, I'm, I'm going with the 13 millimeter. I like the longer handle. Um, I, I, for reasons I don't, I don't really do a two-handed backhand, but I like the longer handle. And I've always been more about trying to touch and, and have a little bit more control. And, and for my resets, I'm not worried too much about power. So I like the thicker 16 millimeters. Um, and it was funny. Uh, and by the way, I, I got to give David a plug for the best junior paddle. Yeah. I mean, the, yes. the, the, the Evolve Junior is just a wicked, we're getting ready to do a kid's camp in, at Christmas time at the club. And I'm looking forward to introducing this to, to young people. I have two, I have four grandchildren, but two are ready to play and they're excited about getting grandpa to give them their <laughs> new Evolve Junior paddle. Um, but I got to tell you, and this is the truth, I, I, I was drilling with a with a friend who had a, a one of the popular names and we were using a, a ball machine and we were working on resets and the ball you know he, he seemed to be doing well with it and i and i said to myself gosh here i you know i know what i want a reset to look like but i gotta remember if i can do a reset so i i got on the other side of the ball machine with his paddle and I, I felt like I was resetting well. And I said, well, let me try my own katana paddle. I mean, the the speed of the ball was coming the same direction. So it was sort of a one of those lab tests that had very right. equal, you know, uh, 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 whatever, you know, equal, uh, uh, give me, help me with a word. Um, like equal consistent speed yeah, coming at you with consistent. both paddles. It wasn't me hitting the ball to him. It was right. a ball machine. And I brought out the katana and I'm telling you, the, the Kevlar just deadened the ball. And I was like, wow. I mean, I'm hitting it the same way with his paddle as I am with the, the, the katana and really being able to deaden the ball. Um, some of the, some of the um, uh, feedback I get about the katana is that you have to generate your own, a little bit more of your own power, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, the reset and the really taking the ball, the air out of the ball for, for me, the Katana has been great, you know? And, and again, I do love, I do love my red fury cause it's the thicker paddle. And I, you know, I just feels like I have a lot of power, a uh, lot of control. Uh, so that's my review of, of the katana and komodo stuff i mean listen <laughs> dave's got dave dave's got the pink i mean i love my pink i love my pink too too i love my dave's got more and more they're getting more and more uh gear um going as well so that's good and i'm telling you and this is you know i love the komodo ball i mean it, it really does hit like the Dura, in my opinion, and it doesn't crack like that other ball that we all know. Right. Um, I, I, I always, you know, I told Dave, one of these days I'm going to do a video that says, uh, say goodbye to your ex and say, hey, to the K, because the Komodo pickleball, I do love. For our followers, I do want to give you an opportunity to let everybody know where they can go to find more of your amazing um, videos and episodes and songs. Where's the best spot for them to find any of this? You're so kind. Well, listen, 
On YouTube, it's just my name, Miguel Enciso, E-N-C-I-S-O. The you know, if you Google the pickleball life and Miguel, I'm sure it'll come up. And then on Instagram, I'm Miguel dot pickleball coach. I encourage, um, I, yeah, I encourage everybody go check out some of Miguel's content, whether it's on YouTube or Instagram. It's so much fun, and like you said, Miguel, super informative. Um, you know, we didn't get to the coaching part of what you do because it was so entertaining talking about your your life and everything you got going on. We'll definitely have you back. We'll talk some more and, and maybe we'll get into a little bit of the coaching that you do because I'd love to get some tips. Well, I hope I can shed light. I hope it was entertaining. You guys are the best. I know I yak a lot, but thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. And thank you, Russ, for all your hard work and, the, and behind the scenes. Be well, guys. And always. Paddle up. <laughs> up everybody and thank you for joining us on third shot bridgie and i will continue to share our pickleball journey a special thanks to miguel he was so much fun great content great coach if you have a, a opportunity to go down to southern california look him up he'll be happy to have you at one of his clubs and uh, show you around um, again it's at miguel.pickleballcoach on Instagram and just look up Miguel and Encino and CISO on YouTube and you will find all of his content, not just his songs, but he's got so much else as well. Support this show by subscribing and we promise to have more amazing guests just like Miguel on Third Shot future episodes. Let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow this pickleball community, everybody. Let's get together and do this. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast.